0: Welcome to Episode 6 of your personal podcast. For those who want more out of life, and we bring this podcast to you unedited. Please rate, review, and subscribe to your personal podcast. I'm Martin Hazy. I have an MBA. I'm an entrepreneur, educator, CEO, and former Lord Mayor. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Mim Romeo, 30 years of friendship. Mim is a corporate retailer, business coach, and mentor, executive advisor, and community leader. Mim, welcome to your
1: personal podcast. Hi, Martin. And I'd like to welcome all our listeners once again. And we thank you for all the feedback that you are providing us. And just when you mentioned 30 years of friendship, that's amazing. 30 years. Felt like I only met you yesterday, and you really haven't changed. You say all the right things. You
0: absolutely say all the right things. And I've often said that it's wonderful that we're not on YouTube at this point in time, isn't it, Mim? No, honestly, that was a compliment. You haven't changed in 30 years. I caught the ball. Thank you, Mim. You're an absolute scholar and a gentleman. Mim, our listeners
1: now. You're supposed to say to me, after 30 years, I should have bought you that watch. I mean, I'm bringing it up every episode now.
0: (laughs) For our listeners who have listened to previous episodes of uh, your personal podcast, this ridiculous banter about a gold watch really has to stop. (laughs) Mim, our listeners are now coming from many countries around the world. So everybody, a very special welcome. And from all corners of the earth, we've now got listeners for your
1: personal podcast. And we thank them all because uh, this podcast, your personal podcast, is about getting more out of life. And hopefully what we're providing is giving people that opportunity. So we share our experience, but this podcast is not all about us.
0: This podcast is all about you, the listener of your personal podcast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. And today we will be talking about leadership, but not just leadership, Martin. We're going to be talking about influential leadership. And hopefully by the end of this podcast our listeners will understand what the difference is.
0: And we share based upon our own life experience, based upon our own business experience. This is what we're sharing with our listeners so that you can develop some takeouts from our conversation, apply them to your own life so that you can live the best
1: life you can. Yeah, it really is important. And this is not just about business alone but family as well. You know, when we talk about leadership leadership and influential leadership you know it's about vision it's about driving that bringing fun energy inspiration motivation you know i'll use the example as in a family you know there's a there's yeah we know there's a head of the family now i could have a vision for my family and it could be a great vision in my eyes but do i have the buy in from the family have i spent time and asked my son or my daughter my wife what their thoughts are what they would like to see. See, sometimes the vision and the connection with those you're trying to share it, there is a disconnect. Why? Because sometimes we need to be able to build that vision together. Now, as a leader, an influential leader, we should be able to guide that path. What do you think, Martin? I think that vision is the defining
0: differentiator between a leader and in some circumstances – a follower, because you always need both, don't you? You need every situation has leaders and followers, whether that's our family, whether that's our workplace, whether that's community, doesn't matter. That dynamic plays out. But I think the leader has to have the vision or help articulate the division
1: in collaboration with others. They need to. That's critical. It is critical, but also importantly, bring fun and energy. You know... In all my time, and I've led many different types of people in different industries, I've always wanted to create fun. Fun, bring some humour. Be able to laugh, joke. You know, just bring some funny things to the table. It's okay to laugh. My motto is I want everyone to be happy but also productive. But
0: is that an essential commodity of being an influential leader to be fun or what's what gives the cut through of When you look at someone, you say,
1: Gosh, I just admire their leadership qualities. Is it because they're good fun? You know, when they say that and they've got a smile on their face, I guarantee you they're fun. Why? Because we still got to do what we got to do. We still got to achieve those goals that we've set. But some humour, some fun, some energy makes the world a difference. And I'm not talking about that we have fun seven out of the eight hours or 10 hours or 12 hours. I'm talking about. You you probably do. I mean, knowing, I love you, knowing you, you absolutely Look, do. I love bringing energy into a room. But also, I'm really focused on making sure we're productive. So, influential leadership is about collaboration. It's about having a vision. But it's also about making sure that I know the people that I'm with. You know, one of the things I do, I always sit everyone down individually and ask them, tell me about yourself. What are your strengths? Know your audience. Know them. Not just know them, but feel part of them in a sense to say, you are important to me. I am your leader. We're going to achieve some wonderful things, but I want to know you. I want to know what you want out of life, what you've achieved in life, We're, you know everything about you, because I want to support you as much as you're supporting me. I was going to debate you on that point, I think what you've said makes a
0: lot of good sense. Uh-huh. In yeah. as far I'm good as on this side. Aren't when I? you achieve buy-in through collaboration and you take a genuine interest in the welfare of others, that may well be just as important as having an articulate vision backed up by an effective
1: strategy. Martin, we've heard a lot of time, you know, through my career, your career, and we've had this discussion many times, when people cry out for leadership... What are they really saying? Vision, connection. Uh, connection with who? Hope, a better future. That's They're right. the types of things that connect people into leadership. And, and leadership, when they have a clear vision and there's connection with everyone involved, there is, a, uh, there is a absolutely 100% guarantee that, that those goals will be achieved. But sometimes if there's a disconnect with the very people we're asking to achieve those goals, that's when there becomes issues. And i have a strong believer throughout my career and my engagement with people is I like to have everyone understand what it is it we're trying to achieve. I actually, in consultation with them, get them involved in that process before that final decision's made. And then as their leader, I bring energy and fun, humour, laughter, but with a key ingredient, making sure that everyone knows it's not just about being happy about being productive bringing those two things together we'll enjoy what we're doing and we're going to get more out of life
0: well said you might get your gold watch after all i'm going to have a chat about (laughs) because i approach it differently i i i'm very friendly and collaborative but i'm big on vision and i'm big on strategy and it's not always the leader or the influential leader's role to develop the strategy strategies are often develop collaboratively with teams. But the leader must catalyse the vision. And that parts of that vision can be delivered by a team also. But the leader must catalyse it, own it, take carriage of it, be the champion of it, and help the team deliver it or help the organisation deliver it.
1: I understand from a high level what you're saying, Martin. But let's say there's a an 18-year-old just starting in life, work, home life, and they're unsure what they want to do in life. They're unsure whether they're a leader, they're unsure whether they're a follower. They're, they're just in that point of their life they're just trying to establish themselves of where they need to go. What would you what would you say to that very person? Well I would say that I'm not quite sure whether leaders are born.
0: I think leaders can be developed. We might have some innate leadership qualities. That might be because we're a good communicator. But I think leadership is something which can be developed. And I also think, Mim, that leadership can come in increments. Sometimes we think about leadership, that everything's got to be big. It's got to be grandiose. It's got to change the organisation. It's got to change the world. It doesn't necessarily. But how
1: would you influence that 18-year-old to know what path to take? Depends on the
0: situation, Mim. So if it was a situation, let's say, in their workplace yes, and they had a vision for a project, you would encourage them to take a key role in delivering that project. It's got to develop their leadership skills. So we've got this kind of interrelationship between leadership skills, being an influential leader, followers, teams. A lot of this is actually quite situational. I don't think you can look at influential leadership or leadership per se as a cookie cutter type of outcome because if you look at today and you look at right through history, many people who may not in other circumstances have actually demonstrated a great deal of leadership skills in a crisis or a unique set of circumstances have risen and actually completely changed an
1: outcome you're you're right you're right martin that you know there's times when people do rise to the challenge and there's times when people probably surprise themselves
0: sometimes out of necessity and sometimes out of opportunity look
1: i look at my journey when i was a teenager i had this inkling in me that i could that i would be a strong leader but never being given that opportunity never really pursuing it and i just sort of decided to try different industries in terms of you know maybe trying to find my niche in the market until one day one person saw that in me and gave me the opportunity to be able to participate in some leadership roles and that just inspired me more and more what I realized out of that is that because the person took time to know me to understand me to actually see the qualities I had made the world a difference in terms of their view of me, but made the world a difference to me because I felt that someone cared enough to actually know who I am. That's the moment that changed me to make sure that I actually take the time to know people, to know my people in my family, to know people in the workplace, to know, just to know them, to understand that they are important and I need to understand who they are, what they want to do in life, What are the the successes? What are some of the challenges they faced? And how do I influence them to achieve more, to get more out of life? And everyone, all our listeners, me, you, Martin, we've all gone through some some challenges in life. But it's that moment that someone influenced us to believe that we can overcome that challenge.
0: I'm going to burst a little myth. So... Often people will think that the leader must have all the answers. Some leaders like to project that they do have all the answers. So I've led a city. So I was the Lord Mayor of a city. Did I have all the answers on legislation, policy, governance, community infrastructure, community programs, partnerships, collaborations, incentives, commercial issues, residential issues, the list goes on? No. Was I able to find them through a skilled team? Yes. And I think that is a quality of a leader is not actually to pretend that they have the answers to every problem.
1: That's right. Let's you
0: know feed on the ground. Feet on the ground. And but I saw my role, Mim, very much as one of I was very collaborative, I was very friendly. I was extremely diligent and hardworking and I always followed through on what I said I was going to do. But much of what was achieved for the city during that period was done through collaboration. And I saw my role as the mayor of the city as actually being an enabler. So, yes, had a vision, worked with the team to build a strategy to deliver the vision... Even over and above those two things, I was an enabler. I was able to forge partnerships with other levels of government, with community, with individuals, with private companies, in order to deliver outcomes for the city which were much bigger than
1: the sum of their parts. And I've seen those skills in you throughout the years I've known you, Martin. You are certainly someone who collaborates well with everyone and anyone – and you never lose focus of what you want to achieve. So that's really a, a great credit to you.
0: But the point there, Mim, is that we sometimes think that our leaders need to be superhuman. They need to have every answer to every question. I mean, I haven't met that person in my travels yet. I haven't met someone, you know, I mean, I just haven't met that person who can kind of, you know, just be the the the, the wellspring of all information. A leader's role, I think, is a bit different. And it's it is situational. Yeah. And it is to draw the best out of people and it's knowing when to, in order to deliver the vision, because I agree, the vision's critical. You've got
1: to have a vision because otherwise you're a little bit aimless. Yeah, look, you've got to you've got to understand, look, the three principles I work by is communication is number one, collaboration is number two, then I strengthen the vision. Why? Because I'm communicating really well as, a, as an influential leader and I'm collaborating with everyone that I need to Then my vision is going to be consolidated, it's going to be strengthened, and it's going to move forward. So, those are the three things. Communication must be critical in anything, whether it's family, whether it's business, whether it's an organization, whether it's small, medium, large, multi billion dollar organizations. Communication has to be there. Open communication, transparent communication, honesty needs to be built on integrity. Then if you have collaboration on top of that, your vision that you've set, whether it's an organisation, whether it's you build it then and there, you're going to have a result that you're going to be pleased with.
0: And these are some of the essential qualities that an inspirational leader must bring to the table. Vision, integrity, communication. I'm going to add a couple more into that, Mim. Delegation, you touched upon that. But I think empathy is incredibly important in leadership. Do you agree?
1: We do. Uh, Empathy is critical. Why? Because we're building people's characters. We're building people's competencies. And we need to show the empathy around understanding that we have the patience to allow them to grow. You know, empathy from an influential leader is is really important. Why? Because as we start to energise people, as we start to really inspire people, you know, not everyone's gonna get there at that at that moment. That can be challenging in
0: a environment where we're sometimes heavily influenced by monthly results, quarterly results, half yearly results, et cetera, et cetera. And some of us in different areas of our life, and especially as we develop our own leadership capability, it doesn't happen tomorrow morning. It happens over a more of a protracted period of time. It's like it's like exercise. You get better at it the more that you exercise. What's the tension there, Mim, between this kind of almost seemingly relentless demands for results and building leadership capability in individuals in an organisation?
1: The key is making sure that we don't lose focus on what we know we're going to achieve. Now, initially, there's going to be some pressures. Sometimes there is. You know, we talk about monthly results, profit and loss reports, you know, financial pressures. But if we've made the right strategy, we've got the right vision, if we've collaborated, if we've communicated well, then it's just about time to get there. So you've just got to manage through that storm. The waters will subside, the rain will stop, the storm will calm, and then you'll see the calm waters and you'll reach the desired result. That's the strength of the influential leader to make sure that the team, or if it's a family situation, that the family doesn't feel that pressure because the vision that we've set is clear. The way the pathway we've set to achieve it is clear. We've communicated well, we've collaborated well. What we've got to do now is trust that we're gonna do it.
0: In my experience, inspirational leaders always take accountability. I've never come across an effective and sustainable leader who's continued to produce positive outcomes in whatever environment. Look, in all
1: the peop- who is not accountable for their actions. Truly, in all the people I've managed and led over my time in different careers, one of the things I really held close to my heart is that if I'm inspiring the teams to achieve things that we've communicated, we've collaborated with, if things don't go quite well, then I would always take accountability. But when things went well, the teams would get rewarded. The people would get acknowledged. Mm-hmm. They put the effort in. That's influential leadership. It's not about standing up there and taking all the accolades when things go well. Influential leadership is about carrying the weight, the burden, the challenges, and then allowing everyone else to enjoy the rewards and the success.
0: What about adaptability? Because sometimes best laid plans don't work out.
1: We always have contingency plans. Look, <laughs> you know, it'd be silly not to have a contingency plan but you would have them there to strengthen what you're trying to achieve. So you'd have the right people in place. You'd have the right people involved. So I'm not saying here that every plan that you set is going to go directly down that path. But one thing's for sure, the ultimate finish line you're going to get to, you might have to modify and adjust that that walk, but you're going to get there.
0: With your personal podcast, we're big on the notion of proof and evidence and the proof of a leader or an influential leader's actions doesn't always exclusively lie in the leader him or herself it lies in that individual's team
1: that's right i'll give you an example martin there were some secret survey shoppers that were coming through an organization i was working for and they were rating everyone out of five. Five being excellent, you know, absolutely outstanding, providing all the standards, the service, the skills, the whole lot. We've got a five star rating for your personal podcast. Well, that's good. So I'm glad that we've been secret shop. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. So what I found is that there was very unlikely it was it was deemed as an organization that if you could get at least three out of five, then that would be happy. But my goal was to get between four point five and five. So what did I do? I brought some fun, some energy. I, I I shared, communicated to the team what the survey was all about, what they were looking for, created some fun, some energy, some inspiration, brought some humour. Before, before we knew it, every single one of us knew exactly and we lived those standards. So we could have been shopped in the morning, the afternoon, at night, weekends, didn't care. We lived it. We brought in a bit of humour to make sure we – We still inspired it. And every time our results came out, we were sitting around about 4.5, 4.6, 4.7. The organization was amazed that there was someone who could actually deliver that result. And what it was, it was believing we could, but bringing some different approaches. Fun and energy was the key because everyone else had the same criteria. We just brought some fun and some energy around it. You
0: touched upon belief. In our last episode, episode five of your personal podcast, and to our listeners, please listen to this one. It was a really, really influential in so many ways podcast, but we spoke about the whole notion of purpose. I think in the future, let's have a podcast about kind of um, how you believe and how you connect that with your vision is incredibly transformational for any situation And it brings – you've really got to draw upon your leadership qualities, your leadership skills in order to deliver that. But I'm going to park that for a minute. There is a difference, Mim, between leadership and management. And I'm kind of a believer that they're both absolutely necessary for any organisation and I talk about this in the business context. But, you know, managers will administer and they do it very, very well leaders will often innovate very yep. very important difference managers will control and manage per se but leaders will inspire that's what we've been talking about
1: today but one of the important things Martin is that everyone strong leadership influential leaders must have the management component you can't have one without the other if you want to be successful if and I've and I've known success and you've known success you have to have those management qualities. You've got to manage those processes, those legislative requirements, and you've got to have that influential leadership to be creative, innovative, to get the results you're looking for. So those two components need to come hand in hand. You can't just be a strong manager or a strong leader. Something will fall apart.
0: You need to be doing both That's and it right. depends on the situation. I that makes good sense, is that because leadership is so situational, a good leader will jump into something more akin to management. That's right. In order to see a project through and then go back out a little bit further and go into pure leadership or yeah. pure influential leadership, you can't divorce those things, can you?
1: You cannot. It's it's really hand in hand, like I said. If you want to be really strong, you need to understand what management's all about, managing processes, but you also need to have an understanding of what influential leadership is all about, and you're going to get results. I've got results. You've got results, Martin. I've told you about that secret software survey. I could give you an example about sales. You know, and I, I think I mentioned in the earlier podcast where we needed to turn over say four hundred odd thousand dollars in four days, and we turned over five hundred and fifty thousand. It's like we we set some goals. We set. We had to inspire people. I had to bring fun energy, inspiration, to be able to achieve those results. Why? Because everyone looks for, to someone who can inspire them. You know, that's why not everyone's a leader. Well, we often hear people say,
0: oh, you know, George or Sally is a natural-born leader. I'm going to challenge that a bit. I think leadership is a skill which can be learnt and it can be developed. Okay, there might be some innate qualities there, but the craft can be honed. If I share my own experience with our listeners, Mim, I wasn't born a leader. I became a leader. There are some reasons for it. One, I made a conscious decision that I was going to become a leader and I can remember that day. But this took years and this took effort. This took communication. This took thought it took
1: energy took dedication
0: it took dedication and it took a lot of persistence. i kept at it and i kept at it for decades
1: what was the driving factor for you martin when you decided that you wanted to be a leader in your career and you started off as uh you know working at the brick working at a shoe store yes i did yeah and you had that desire from a young age to really grow, what drove you?
0: Mim, I started from very humble beginnings and I had a very small little retail store which I was owning and managing. It was in a market and Mm. it taught me so much of what served me and has continued to serve me well.
1: Dealing with people. So what happened is over those years, mate, you just built strength after strength after strength. You didn't stop at a certain point. You're ever learning and you're learning today. But Mim,
0: for our listeners, my, my point I'd really like to share is that I was an incredibly shy child and I don't think anyone, least of all myself, would have seen much leadership in me. I was very introverted, but I had a bit of a aha moment. I had a bit of a pivot whereby I made a decision that I want to maximise every bit of potential that I had and I would never look back. And I've lived by that. by And I just got Amazing. better. Amazing. I just got better at it, Mim. I got better at it. But great example to all our listeners. I made a ton of mistakes along the way. It's... And that's okay. We all will. Yeah. I kept going. So I am a big believer and anyone that knows me personally will know how much Martin believes in persistence. Yeah, You know, not, not kind of... Blind
1: persistence, but just just perseverance. That's important to understand because we all start at one point. We all start at a point. You know, I in mentoring and coaching some businesses, I tell everyone that every business in this world, no matter how successful they are, they started at some point. At the very point that we start, we're starting. So not everyone starts successful, but we start somewhere. So it's really an inspiration to all our listeners, to me, to you, that, you know, if we are dedicated, if we, are com- if we have a commitment, if we are inspired within ourselves to know that there's more we can get out of life and we're going to start to that journey, then look at your example, Martin, from where you started to what you've achieved in life. And there's so much more we're going to achieve. But what an inspiration. So, I mean, I'm going to share a couple more points for our listeners is that
0: I actually don't believe that leadership is necessarily a position. It's not a kind of. It's not just because you've got the title you are a leader. You have to be a leader. You've got to, it's through your actions. And we talk about this, don't we? Yeah. A lot in your personal podcast. The proof is in the actions, not the title.
1: No, the title actually means a little bit less. It's the results and the evidence that you produce will determine whether you are a leader or not. Good point. Second one then
0: I'm going to say is that leadership is also situational. So in some circumstances, a leader can be a follower and a follower can
1: be a leader. Absolutely. Do you agree? Absolutely. We said that in the last podcast when we are talking about conversations or more so negotiations where we could all be in a room and the facilitator in the room is probably the, the key person, not the CEO. Third one. That's right. And then we said
0: that the proof of the leader's actions lies in the team. If you want to know if someone's a
1: good leader, don't look at the leader. Look at the leader's team. That's right. They should be a reflection of that very leader's um, skills and competencies. Because if I'm saying that I'm a collaborative leader, if if I'm a very good communicator, then that should flow through to the whole team. Okay. Fourth one then. The leader doesn't have to do everything,
0: but the leader has to set the conditions. What do you think of that?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, the leader has to set the conditions, but they need to be able to clearly understand that they need to be able to deliver on those expectations themselves as well. So, you know, my test as a leader was when I went on annual leave, I went on holidays, my test was that the team could perform better without me than with me. That is
0: such a good telltale, isn't it? That in if we just think about our own workplaces... Do the wheels fall off the cart when the leader or the manager or the boss is actually not in the building or on leave or overseas or somewhere else? That's an important
1: hallmark That's right. of leadership, isn't it? And we can bring it back to even family situations. You know, if we have those three principles about communications open in the, in the household, we basically have collaboration in the household, then the vision of the household will be so much more strengthened, and collaboration builds trust. Absolutely, because why, we often speak we, about trust in your We value podcast. each other. You know, in, in not just in the workplace, but at home, we value each other, and we're going to be able to achieve great things and get more out of life, and just have fun, bring energy. You know, sometimes we forget in life that life is about enjoyment. Life is about. Enjoy the ride. It's not all about the destination. Yeah, really. Just really have some fun and energy. But remembering happy, productive people is key to any success, whether it's family, whether it's work life, whatever we're doing, let's make sure we enjoy it. Now, some people might say, well, it's fine for you to be happy because you're just naturally happy. Well, I am naturally happy. I've got nothing to be shy about, but I can tell you I'm enjoying every day of my life.
0: I get that. (laughs) I've got a lot of evidence on that one. (laughs) Mim, lastly is that leadership and management are two different things, but that doesn't mean that occasionally or more than occasionally the leader needs to manage.
1: Yeah, look, we, we talked about that earlier on. Leadership and management, hand in hand in glove. So at the end of the day, you might need to step in and manage some processes or you might need to step in as an influential leader. But the key to it is, is strengthening and and supporting the vision that has been set, not only by yourself or by the organisation, but the very people that make that whole. So visions,
0: by their very nature, are often about the future. Does that mean that influential leadership
1: is all about the future and not about today? You need to deal with every day. You don't just forget today and think, well, yeah, in five years' time, we're going to get there. We need to manage every day. We need to manage it well. We need to make sure we're productive. But the vision, we never lose focus of. Why? Because that's the finish line that we're looking for.
0: Your personal podcast, Mim, is really all about conversations based upon experience. And we've touched upon a whole lot of foundational topics for our listeners. We've spoken about purpose and negotiation and self-belief and reinvention and mentorship. Please do check in with our other podcasts, which you'll find on your personal podcast. Where to from now? So when we've built all those foundation topics, we're going to really get into the juice of changing people's lives for the better.
1: And hopefully we've started to change their lives already, Martin, through our first five episodes and this one number six. And today what I want all our listeners to walk away with is the three concepts that I talked about. Communication is number one. Collaboration is number two. Then the vision that you set will be strengthened and you will have the opportunity to achieve. Don't bring the vision first. Make sure your communication's there. Make sure your collaboration's there and your vision will be strengthened. And I'm going to add another element to that,
0: strategy, because that's where the rubber hits the mat, You've got those three essential qualities that you just mentioned, yep. but then you apply it through the application of a strategy. And a strategy is not the exclusive responsibility of the influential leader. That's where the team comes in Perfect. and we all own the delivery of the strategy.
1: Perfect. It's it's, And anyone who takes on and board these things that we're talking about, I'm telling you they won't be the same again and they will get so much more out of life, so much more out of their careers, and they will wake up a lot happier every day. Everyone,
0: please do keep that feedback coming for your personal podcast. And we are on LinkedIn, your personal podcast, and also Facebook, but on on many of the podcasting platforms. Keep the feedback coming. We
1: review every bit of feedback we get because we're all about self-improvement. We do thank the listeners again with all our heart. Have a wonderful day. We look forward to speaking with you again next week. Enjoy your day and thank you very much.